Do you have questions about your health? Do you need to find out what's keeping you from feeling your absolute best? If so, your intuition has guided you to the right place. I am Dr. Charlize, and welcome to the Art of Healing podcast community. In this podcast, we explore all topics in health and wellness, from Reiki to functional medicine, energy medicine, chakras, and meditation. Join me every week for fresh new episodes that highlight healers, various healing modalities, and choose this as your opportunity to find what healing works best for you. If you want to learn more about me, simply Google at Dr. Charlize. Enjoy. Hello, welcome welcome back. Um, this is my third podcast, which I wanted to cover um, a topic that's near and dear to me, which is, of course, Reiki. But I'd like to cover the practical applications of Reiki, so how you can use it in your everyday life. Um, before I get into this uh, podcast, um, although I am focusing right now on the topic of Reiki, um, a lot of you listening may not be attuned to Reiki or may not be familiar with it. Um, if you'd like to learn more about what it is, I can definitely direct you to my website, which you should be able to find in the link of this podcast. Um, and if you're familiar with it, but not attuned to Reiki, if you want to apply some of these concepts to your everyday life, um, what you can do is simply um, think of it as like a good intention or a prayer or sort of a goodwill just to replace the Reiki energy. It's all pretty much the same thing, but um, I was inspired throughout this past week to share how I use some of these concepts almost every minute of my day. So to get started, what we'll be talking about for those of you that are attuned to Reiki, um, and no matter what your lineage is, this is going to be basically the Reiki one concepts of self-treatment. Um, and one of the things I, I really like to focus on in my practice in medicine and in my Reiki practice is the concept of healing yourself, being attuned to yourself. It's so easy to get into the mindset of you've got to start working on others or focusing on others. Um, in later podcasts, later blog posts, definitely my courses, we will cover working and healing others. But as I'm getting started on this new adventure of podcasting and broadcasting my own voice, um, I like to keep the focus on ourselves and uh, healing ourselves. So this is definitely going to be the Reiki one. And again, if you're not attuned to Reiki, um, if you'd like to think of a you know healing intention, a prayer, a Bible verse, um, something that's relevant to you, that'll replace that. So um, here's some of the ways that I have found I've him surviving this period of time that really seem to help. And they're, they're very simple. So one of the things that I'll typically do is at the start of my day, um, attempt to invoke Reiki energy or healing energy. Um, sometimes it's as short as even 10 or 15 seconds as soon as I wake up in the morning. Um, one temptation, if you have a television or some sort of media access in your bedroom, 
like your cell phone or something like that, is um, to first wake up and find out what happened in the world overnight. And I definitely find myself doing that sometimes. However, I try to make a concerted effort when I first get up just to um, invoke Reiki, um, do some sort of meditation um, within the first three to five minutes, trying not to look for an external kind of human made source of, you know, what's going to set the tone of this day. And um, I would say definitely a year ago, this was more of a struggle. Um, definitely since the onset of 2020 and all the changes we've been through, um, I find it a little bit easier just to simply not tune into the world. Uh, I really don't tune in for about 10 or 15 minutes when I first get up, um, depending on what I'm going to have going on, even if I have a really early start to my day. Um, if you are Reiki attuned, that's basically going to be three minutes of Reiki that you can apply to your your head or to your heart or to your solar plexus or three minutes of silence. Um, but I would challenge anyone if you haven't tried this um, and I promise you won't lose any info, you won't lose anything valuable for the rest of the day. Just try to get that first three to five minutes of yourself before you turn on the cell phone or turn on the TV. Um, Another application of Reiki or your good intention is while you're driving. A um, couple of ways to do it. Um, I had read in a couple of texts, you can actually use your steering wheel as sort of a Reiki broadcaster, which if you're Reiki attuned, you can draw the symbols on your steering wheel. And the idea is as you're driving, your car becomes sort of a healing vehicle. Um, I like to... Um, draw the mental symbol in my head over my entire car as a form of just some general protection and kind of to keep myself and other drivers aware. Um, and kind of the same deal, like as you're starting your car, uh, maybe fighting the temptation of like, I'm going to race off and I'm going to hurry and I got to go. Maybe as the car starts, just taking a three to five deep breaths and then leaving, not that you've got a phobia of driving or anything like that. But um, nothing wrong with sort of setting your own vibe before you enter the world. And, you know, there's no better representation of the world than being in traffic. I'm a practicing physician and I see patients full time in an outpatient clinic. And um, years ago, when I first learned Reiki, um, this is where Reiki was boots on the ground for me was when I started start when I would see patients. Um, the nature of my practice, I'm internal medicine, so I see all adults. Um, I do have a preference for more complicated adults who are sicker, who are older. And this has been my whole life that that's what I prefer to practice with. Um, being that this is the nature of my practice, um, I come in with the mindset of knowing that people are coming to me and they are unwell emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually. Um, before I learned Reiki, I took on this challenge and um, it would have all kinds of effects on me because I wasn't prepared. I wasn't properly um, protected energetically. Um, now that I have uh, been attuned to Reiki, as I start my day, um, I have trained myself to 
invoke some good healing energy to surround myself, knowing that as I work with my patients, this will help them. This is very important because although I love my job as a physician, I love working with people to heal themselves. There is the truth of the matter of I may not have an exact solution. I'm not going to have one exact anything that's going to heal them. And I'd like my patients to be aware of that, that I don't have one exact answer. But what I have found with invoking the Reiki energy and the healing energy myself is that I don't necessarily have to have the answer. The interaction, the energy and the space may lead my patient and even myself to the place we need to go. Um, You can apply the same concept to any sort of work, Um, no matter what you're doing, is you're sitting down to perform your vocation, just programming yourself, your computer or however, with some good energy can go really far. Simple step. It seems like maybe it's even like nothing, but it's so powerful having not done that for years and doing it every day now. Um, I can definitely vouch for the fact that starting your day with your work day with an actual energy intention to it goes very far. Another place that I'll use the same energy um, will be after a visit with a patient. So um, particularly um, if a patient has had a very tough visit, it's been very emotional. Uh, Maybe they've had lots of emotions they've had to traverse during that visit. They may have cried, been very upset. I am at the place now that um, I often encourage my patients to release emotionally when they're in the clinic with me. This is not going to be for most physicians and understandably so because they're not at the place where they can manage someone else's emotions or they can um, sort of brave those waters. Being that I'm also a Reiki practitioner, um, I am okay with this. So if I'm dealing with a person who has an emotional release during their visit and once their visit's complete, I will sometimes quickly just um, sort of give myself a nice little Reiki shower. Um, Again, I am likely not affected in any negative way, but it's just nice to sort of reset that energy and kind of clean everything out. Um, what made me want to do this podcast today was, uh, something that I gifted myself, um, a few days ago. And I I sort of laugh now because I'm a huge advocate of naps. Naps are very powerful. Naps are, are wonderful. A nap of even 10 minutes can do so much for you. Um, but I often don't take a nap. It, It cracks me up. I will encourage patients to, you know, try to get in a nap every once in a while, Not even so much that you have to sleep, depending on your personal practice. That could be a personal meditation time or just simply closing your eyes to the world. But often the way my day runs, I won't actually have that nap. So a few days ago, I actually gifted myself with a nap. And because it isn't my natural habit to nap when I first lay down, I'm not going to actually fall asleep. And this was uh, just such a powerful practice for me. And I've done this for years, which is to start a Reiki session on myself with the intention of going to sleep, knowing that I am planning to go to sleep. So if you are a Reiki practitioner, basically, I just start my process, set my intention and go ahead and get into the practice 
knowing that somewhere through there, I will likely fall asleep. Uh, With my last session of this, it ended up in a two hour nap, which was amazing. I felt brand new when I woke up. Um, Again, if you're not um, attuned to Reiki, um, you can set an intention to have a, a healing nap. So, you know, get yourself set up where you can get a little bit of quiet, a little bit of comfort. You close your eyes, tell yourself something good, some sort of mantra, some sort of positive programming, and then close your eyes. And at the end of this, which maybe it's just 10 minutes or maybe it's more, you'll likely feel very refreshed. One more place that I've found Reiki has been very beneficial is in my journaling and or planners. Um, So in this electronic world, I know a lot of us aren't using paper products a lot or or doing all of our planning and journaling um, through an electronic source, which I do, but I actually keep a paper journal and I actually keep a small paper planner. And um, I find here that if there are things I know are coming up, something important, um, a meeting or an interview, um, even before um, I do this podcast, I will actually write out what's coming up and then actually deliver Reiki just to that event just right there Um, with just like sort of a Reiki one type uh, with the symbols from that so um, and again just setting that intention I think just programming myself that I know this is coming up so I wanted to serve the highest good and I find that it flows a little bit easier Um, things happen a little bit easier so um, if you're Reiki one attuned, um, that might mean in your journal planner actually writing in the symbols. And if you're not using Reiki, that might be just whatever rings positive intention to you as you write down the event or as you're journaling about a past event, tagging it, writing alongside it somewhere in the margins, even that positive intention. Um Anyone that studied Reiki is probably well aware of using Reiki on various objects such as plants, um, your cooking, uh, spices, any liquids you're using, something you're about to consume. Um, So it's a real easy thing you can do, which is um, you basically apply Reiki to something that's about to go into your body or near your body. I've also um, done this with vehicles. really helpful thing I had done was at times when it's time to move from one house to another, I have done Reiki on the house that's about to um, be sold. Um, And mostly just to program the house to serve the highest good and to serve the highest good as far as who's coming next into the house. Um, Before I had learned Reiki, when attempting to move, I actually would come across major hurdles Uh, Some which were life-changing and kept me from my plans. Of course, that was probably how it was meant to be at that time. But once I was attuned to Reiki and actually applied Reiki energy to my house as it's time to make my next move, I found the move was so much easier. Um, Next, you know, I don't I call them emergencies or urgencies or things that might come up uh, depending on where you are in your life. Um, But maybe some um, emergent Reiki, Reiki for, um, emergency situations. So, um, 
one of the places that Reiki can help the most is if you're suffering from panic or anxiety. So if you're attuned to Reiki and you have that issue um, with anxiety, you can basically invoke Reiki and, you know, try to treat either your heart or your stomach. Um, if you're in the midst of an anxiety attack, it's easier said than done. However, um, that healing energy can start to help. You may not feel good right away, but within a few minutes, you'll probably be feeling more like yourself. If you're suffering from anxiety or uh, something else like that, and you're not attuned to Reiki yet, this is an idea you might want to tap into. Um, of course, make sure you get you know your evaluation, see your own clinician, make sure you've talked to someone about your symptoms. But if there's a brief period of time where you're feeling like, you know, um, overwhelmed, uh, having this kind of quick practice can help. Um, don't expect to come to Zen level where you can, you know, sit calmly. Probably that's not going to happen, but um, you can hope to return a little bit closer to yourself a little faster than just braving the storm without anything. Um, if you're going through grief, um, and grief is a process that needs to be honored. It is not a fast process. It is a process we all go through. And um, I often tell my patients and my Reiki clients that um, the process of grief can be a beautiful thing. It comes in waves. There'll be waves of grief that will lessen up, then they will come stronger. So if you are Reiki attuned, or if it's maybe a grieving process that's guiding you to Reiki, this is a really um, beautiful practice. Um, as you're getting used to your grief, you'll find that it does come on in waves. And that's when you can invoke Reiki to help lessen some of those waves, particularly if they're interfering with things that you must do during the day. Um, if you're suffering grief and you have not found um, some sort of healing practice yet, um, Reiki can be a tool, but it's not the only tool. You've also got yoga, meditation. Again, I will ask that you be evaluated by some sort of clinician, either psychological or medical, but um, it helps to know that this kind of practice can help when you're dealing with those waves of grief. Finally, one of my favorite ways to use Reiki practically is with focus and with dealing with computers. So, um, you know, our computers, our electronic devices have literally kept us all going through this pandemic, through all of this change. But um, depending on the nature of the work you're doing, especially if your work or your hobby or whatever may be mentally draining, and if you combine that with... Um, everything that's going on using these devices can zap you. So um, one thing you can do with Reiki is Reiki the device or quickly Reiki your eyes. Um, you can do that at the start of your work session or do that at the end of your session. Um, I actually will Reiki my computers um, so that they will work more efficiently so that I can do my work more efficiently and then be off of the device um, as soon as possible. So um, Reiki is a wonderful tool um, for so many things. And there are just unlimited applications. I wanted to just introduce this idea today for those that are, you know, maybe attuned to Reiki, hadn't been using it or have been using it, maybe needed some inspiration. Um, 
please feel free to post reply to me any other uses you've had for Reiki. I I think it's so fun to find out um, ways that people are using this kind of energy. I've worked with other folks that were tuned to Reiki and just learned all kinds of like really fun ways that you can use it. But I just wanted to share mine here. So thank you so much for listening. Um, My plan is to have um, a podcast coming on a regular basis. Um, For the first several weeks, I'll be focusing on Reiki and Reiki attunements. Um, But later, I will be delving into some medical topics as well. And um, down the line, we'll be digging a lot deeper and getting into some functional medicine topics. Thank you so much. I appreciate your attention and time. Uh, Thank you for your attention. I know our time is valuable. So I hope that this has been a pleasant listening experience for you. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining during this episode of the Art of Healing podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review. Also, you can check your show notes to find out how to get a copy of this and future episodes emailed directly to your inbox, available to listen to anytime. Finally, if you have questions or wish to connect to me, check your show notes to find out how we can get connected and find out how I can be of service to you.